I'm Sean Bowles, and I want to welcome you to Exploring the Prophetic Podcast. I have a passion for how the prophetic gifts can change the world around us. They make simple, everyday people like you and I a catalyst for life-changing experiences with the supernatural. On this podcast, I have friends from all different backgrounds who each have a powerful story to tell about how the prophetic is shaping their world. I invite you to be part of the conversation. This is Exploring the Prophetic. Well, I'm enjoying season two of Exploring the Prophetic, and we've been getting people on the show that I really appreciate. But today I have somebody who was on the first season with us, Apostle Guillermo Maldonado, who I just really appreciate our connection. He had called me at one point and said, Sean, I I believe in the prophetic. I practice the prophetic. I I hear God's voice. I, my, my movement's filled with this, but we've had some really negative experiences at different times with prophets who are controlling or manipulative or some things, just like many of you have heard these stories or have experienced a story where someone tried to control or manipulate or get an agenda through with the prophetic because words are power and people have tried to take advantage of this ministry or just had bad identity, unhealthy upbringings, whatever it was that caused some people to be offensive in different movements. And so he said, I'm taking a risk, but I want to invite you into our ministry. And their ministry is one of the fastest growing multicultural churches in America. It's probably number 10 or 15 of the top biggest churches in America, especially with the international community. It's not just Hispanic anymore. It's now African and and Asian and all these different cultures have come together into this church. And of course, uh, Caucasian and uh, all, all kinds of races, but it's been amazing to go there and just see what they've been building and see how and an apostle he's so um, he's so teachable and adaptable. He's really trying to blend the best of what's out there in the kingdom together to build a movement. And and there's so many people who had their uh, ministry experience before and after him. He's attracted a lot of ministries from around the world who they they didn't have. Uh, they might have gone to a church building conference or a ministry building conference, but when you go there, you're getting activated in the spiritual, not just in the administration of doing church. It's pretty amazing what's happened where there's probably over 100 of the churches that have either joined or started from there are now over 15,000 people as well throughout the nations, and they have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of churches involved. And so I just wanted him to share, and I read this book. They had called me up, and I do reviews for different authors at times. And so they had asked me to do a review on this book, and and, and I end up, I think I've written the foreword for it. But it's called Breakthrough Prayer. And I come from prayer movement. And so for me, I've been in prayer movements. I love prayer movements. I love going to houses of prayer. I love praying with people. I'm not a prayer meeting type person necessarily as far as lifestyle going into prayer meetings, but I love the issue of prayer. I love praying to Jesus. I love spending time. I love praying with my wife. I love the connection of intimacy. And when I read the book, it just reminded me that prayer should be powerful. It should be so powerful and it should be so prophetic. And when I read his breakthrough prayer book, I was like, I want all my family to have this. So I'm buying copies for I'm buying a bunch of copies for friends and family because I just want to remind them that we should be so empowered in our prayer life. And, and so I wanted to have him on exploring the prophetic. And this is a little bit different of a episode because I want him to talk about the book and we don't normally do that because I don't want to be salesy, but I want it to do at this time and share about this because I want this book to get into a lot of hands because I feel like even some of the prayer rooms I go to, they're not anticipating God to show up right now. And when I went to King Jesus Ministries in Miami, 
I mean, they're telling me stories. Like, I got inundated with so many stories my first couple hours being there the first time. There had just been a hurricane, and it was supposed to be one of the most disastrous events in Miami. I mean, I remember watching the news. And that ministry prayed and fasted, and they watched in the Spirit. They declared even a breakthrough. At one point, one of the leaders declared a breakthrough. And when they declared the breakthrough, the storm turned within five minutes and shifted out of there. And they got just a little bit of damage, not the full you know, the full brunt that they were going to get, but they've done that for 12 years, you guys. So for 12 years, they can feel the breakthrough before it comes and they see things, you know, divert. They've seen natural disasters divert. They've prayed into things like businesses, the community, politics, and their local region. Seen great breakthrough that a lot of their people have come from nothing. And they have a lot of people in poor nations or developing nations who are seeing the kingdom principles, but the prayer activation, the life of prayer, and it changes everything for him. So I was so excited because I've just I I've been there now three times. I get to hear the most amazing testimonies that you don't hear this many testimonies from this many people in one movement outside of like I'm I'm part of uh, the Bethel family and I get to hear it in our Bethel stream a lot. But I wanted everybody who's hungry and listening to hear maybe their perspective of what's happening in their world and, and just even Apostle Guillermo, how he talks about prayer and how he practices that that level of prayer. And because of that, for him, he goes to crusades and sees these incredible miracles and breakthroughs in regions that are totally unchurched and where the gospel is not preached. Like he talks on this episode, I believe we're going to talk about Miramar, where there hasn't been a crusade in over 10 years. So it's like he's going to places that's not easy. It's not someplace that 10 other people have gone and broken through, but it's a place for right now. So I want to encourage you that this is going to be a really fun episode. But before we get there, I just want to share some of the resources we have available to you right now. Thanks for listening. I had a heart to release a book that would help everyday people hear God's voice, but be able to translate his voice to the world around them. Thus was birth Translating God, which is one of my favorite products and resources we've ever released because of the feedback we've gotten from literally thousands of people who may have been burned out, jaded, or just confused about the prophetic or something didn't even know about it. And they read this love-based approach on how to hear God's voice and how to have a trackable, accountable life that's biblically based, that totally takes you on a journey like you've never been on before in the prophetic. I want to encourage you, get Translating God for your church group, for your ministry, for your business, get it for your friends. It really changes people's paradigms on what to expect, a supernatural ministry on hearing God's voice, on how God relates to us, on who He is and His nature, and how to grow in a really effective ability to hear God's voice, and of course, translate that voice to the world around you. Translating God is so accessible. It comes in an ebook. It also has an audio book. You can get the course where we have a workbook and we have a DVD series. We wanted to make this very accessible. So find Translating God in a store near you or visit our website, www.bullsministries.com. Well, I'm excited, you guys. This is so fun today to have Apostle Guillermo Maldonado on, who's a friend of mine who I love dearly. How are you today? I'm doing great, Sean, and very happy to hear your voice. And like I said, you're my friend too, and, and happy to to be sharing with you today. Well, I'm really excited about, you know, we're exploring the prophetic on this 
podcast, we always talk about how God's voice and how hearing his voice can access the world around us in a different way if we didn't hear his voice. But you just wrote a book on prayer called Breakthrough Prayer, and I had the opportunity to read it. And we don't do a lot of shows where we talk about products, but I just felt like I wanted to talk to you about this book because I grew up in the prayer movement. I grew up around uh, International House of Prayer in Kansas City and different places. But when I read your book, I was so excited. I, I'm going to do it as a devotional, uh, even though I read it all the way through in one sitting. And I loved how you had both your fresh teaching, like there's just teaching and insight in it that I think is unique to you. But there's also a lot of stories of how it actually plays out. Like you have people's stories and testimonies of like, we prayed this happened. We prayed this is this is the the formula that God's given us for prayer, but it's relationship. And I really love that. So tell me about like what inspired you to write this in this time. You know, the uh, uh, the Lord has been speaking to me. Uh, we're living in the uh, end times. And the Lord said to me, I want you to uh, prepare and raise up a remnant, a remnant church that, that can uh, be ready for my second coming. Wow. And he said, one of, the, one of the things that I want them to be ready is in fast and prayer. And that's the reason, you know, the Lord gave me the book on prayer. And let me mention something to you. Throughout the Bible... All the men and women that moved in the supernatural, they were men of great virtue because of their prayer life. Absolutely. I haven't seen anybody now that carries a great virtue unless they men and women with great a prayer life. You are as powerful as you pray for. Yes. And throughout the book, um, I define, for example, what is what is what is the revelation of prayer? Uh, the Bible says Jesus said, "My house would be called the house of prayer." But today we do so many things in church, not prayer. In other words, we do so many things, but very little of prayer. And yeah. that's the original intention of God to become a house of prayer. As you know, you you saw a lot of movement. And so many times today, we don't know why is the purpose of prayer. And sometimes we say, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, but, you know, we need to see those um, those things. For example, if, I, if you ask me today, what is one of the main purpose of prayer? Prayer, of course, is, is, is where one of the means for you to develop that close relationship with God. Yeah. And the second thing is that through prayer is one of the means or ways to bring the supernatural by what the supernatural comes to this earth. In other words, is throughout the Bible, from Genesis to Revelation, we've seen people that pray to God for healing, for a miracle, deliverance, finances. And through prayer, that answer came to this earth. So today... Uh, we don't see the supernatural manifested that much because it's about prayer. It's through prayer that we see the supernatural come into this earth. Yeah, and I think it's interesting because you talk about how in the first section of the book you even talk about like if you don't have the presence of God in your prayer life, you won't have the presence of God on your life. And it's so clear, like obviously what you're building, you're one of the largest multinational churches probably in the world. 
And but you're presence driven, so you're not seeker friendly at all. You're and, and not that there's anything wrong with some forms of seeker friendly churches or as far as professional church, but there's this place inside of your heart that's saying we have to have the presence of God. And you guys have laid hold of this and access this through a dedicated life of the seeker place, really. So tell me tell me a breakthrough story that happened as a result of prayer. I know you have many. Okay, yeah. For example, um, the Lord said to me, uh, in that secret place, the secret place, very good question, uh, Sean. For example, um, the Bible talks about uh, a secret place, and that secret place is called prayer. Yeah. And the Old Testament was called a place called there. And the New Testament, Jesus said, when you pray, you pray to the Father who is in secret. And then he said, close your doors and get Get a hold of yourself, close yourself in your closet. Jesus called that secret place closet. Yeah. And that secret place is the place where you appropriate power. Yeah. It's the place where you appropriate presence. And that's the reason you become a carrier of the presence. Your prayer life has not started it until you become a carrier. When you become a carry you become out of that secret place i have gone out in places for example i was praying in my house uh, last year and the lord said to me i want you to uh go to myanmar and wow. i said myanmar what is myanmar i didn't even know <laughs> in the map what is myanmar so i went and then checked and it's a place in asia it's one of the poorest country in asia and i said lord okay i go I, and the Lord spoke to me in that secret place. We went to Myanmar. Um, that That is a place that had not seen a move of the Spirit for, for 20 years. Wow. And the Lord knew the need of the people. Uh, Prophet Sean, I can tell you that there were so many sick people. There were so many people that had not been baptized with the Holy Spirit. Wow. As a matter of fact, if I can tell you, the gospel is is behind 100 years. Wow. In other words, they don't know anything about the Bible. And uh, we had over 30,000 people in attendance in three days. We have 15,000 people got saved. We wow. have over Oh, 307 created miracles. When I'm saying we saw 15 people got up from wheelchairs. We saw over 35 blind, deaf, and mute from birth. That's amazing. And, and, and you saw, for example, let me give you a very specific testimony. This was a little girl that she didn't have uh, muscles in her legs she didn't have muscles and and her head was uh twisted mm. and she only had uh skin in her legs weird when the power of god came the compassion of god came in that place that little girl to start walking and her mother starts <laughs> screaming she said for the first time in other words god created all the bones of the legs and I saw another mother, and, and she was completely, she was deaf and mute. But listen to this. There was a mother. She said, uh, I never heard my my daughter's voice since she, since she was from birth, nine years wow. old. And she said, for the first time, I can hear my daughter's voice. 
Come on. And what is about that? What, what, what do you think about that? What, what happened is the secret place. Before I came to the arena, God spoke to me. And the Lord said, my compassion will come into this building. And then he said, because you obey what I spoke to you in the secret place in prayer. Because, Sean, the secret place, which is prayer, is the place where you access the presence. Is where you practice the presence. Is where you exercise the presence. Is where you, until you see yourself in the presence, you have not started praying yet. In other words, how can you pray to a God that is not exist, that doesn't yeah. exist? So you pray to a God that is presence, is present. So you pray knowing that He's there, and that presence. When you come out of that place called the secret place which is prayer, then you become a carrier of the presence. Well, I want to make a comment because I've been with you several times in your ministry, and there's a lot of people, uh, not a lot, but there's quite a few kind of healing evangelists, so to speak, out there that are doing crusades and these kinds of things. But the difference is you're an apostle. In your church, you've released tens of thousands of people through your network or probably hundreds of thousands of people through your network, if not millions, to actually practice the presence this way, go into the secret place, and they're producing the fruits of miracles, signs, and wonders as well, which I think is super unique with you because we can watch the TV evangelists on TV who have a healing crusade, but you're actually activating thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people. to, to And that's why I was excited about the book because I was reading it thinking, this gives us a little bit of the inside inner process of how you think and how you pray, even though it's not your direct prayer life, it just gives us the theology or the philosophy of where you're praying out of. And I remember even reading the part where um, your church stood against a hurricane, Hurricane Irma, through prayer and said, we yes. know this is not <laughs> supposed to hit our city in 2000, I think it was 2017. This is not supposed to sit. How did you know to do that or what 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 rose up in you? Okay. First of all, Sean, the, uh, uh, we had had uh, 12 hurricanes they were coming directly to miami for the last i would say 12 15 years oh yeah i keep watching it every, almost every other year there's like yeah. something that's like <laughs> you guys are going to be buried by the ocean yeah and you know uh every time uh we have seen that the lord has spoken to me and we have been ruling in the spirit because when you know in that fellowship of prayer with god God will release what I call the keys of the kingdom. And in the keys of the kingdom, you have the power to bind and loose. And the Lord said to me, you're going to rise up and you're going to command and you're going to tell the hurricane, you're going to command the hurricane to disintegrate, to dissolve. And that's what we've been doing for the last wow. 12 years. And suddenly the weather channel, they went crazy. They say something happened, and we saw it. We have recorded it. We have, and they said suddenly we saw that that hurricane turn and shift into another direction. We don't understand. We never seen it. They went crazy. Is it because of the prayer of the people? It's not only me per se, because like you said, I activated people to speak to nature. I was in Venezuela one time, Sean, and. It had not uh, rained for 12 months. Wow. And the government came to speak to me to the hotel because I had, it, I had a crusade there. And he said to me, please, can you pray 
for our nation because we're losing the, 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 the harvest. We're losing animals, the cows. They're dying because of water. Wow. And he said, what do you want me to give you? Do you have anything? I mean, can, you, can I give you money? And I said, no, 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 don't. You, they were trying to say, please help us, whatever we can do. And, and they said to me, even I can send an airplane to pick you up in Miami for you to come and pray for our country, for rain to, to come here. And I said, listen, I'm going to pray. And, and one of the nights in the meeting, I'm going to be praying for rain. So I declared. And I said, God, the moment I leave this nation, I want you to bring rain upon this nation. And let me tell you, the moment my plane left, it started raining for two weeks nonstop. And that wow. came out in the newspapers, came out in the news. Wow. So it came out because we have shown we have that authority and power. And where did that come from? Because power and authority, we have access to have power and obtain power and authority through prayer. Can I say something to you, a wisdom seed? Yes, please. Um, power is a legal right and only is legal when you have a relationship with God. Yeah. Before God gives you power, he wants relationship. Because even though power is your legal right, he cannot give it to you unless you have a close relationship with him. So we saw, we have seen blind eyes, uh, deaf ears, raise the dead because of that access. And any believer, Sean, any believer can access the presence, can obtain power, can obtain, uh, I mean, the presence. You, we have access to it. Any believer can move. Last year alone, we activated 1.5 million people in the supernatural. It's awesome. So let me say this about that. Let me, say, let, let me pause on that because I've, I've met some of those people and I've talked to some of those people. Even some of them have driven me around. Like when I've been at your ministry, I've got to interact and interface with people. And it's really interesting because the business people you've activated in the supernatural, they're seeing things happen in their businesses that are, that are once in a generation things. We're seeing pastors who before you had like 100 member churches and after meeting you and you activating them have 30,000 member churches and they actually get locations and resources. One of the things I like about the book is you talk about how, um, and just your, your, just your model of prayer, you talk about there's resources to apprehend, but you have to apprehend them in the spirit and your prayer life before they come in the natural. And I love how the supernatural that you're activating, when you say it, it's, it sounds such a big term to somebody who's unfamiliar, but we're watching like you're laying hold of principles, activating them in other people. And people are seeing very practical results that the kingdom of God is not just ethereal, but it's very practical and relationship with God equals so much greater opportunity on the earth. It's equals so much greater influence or connection to God's original, like you said, original purpose. This is so beautiful. So I just wanted to mention that for our listeners as we're exploring the prophetic, that it's very practical what you're talking about, even though it takes work and it takes time. So to kind of walk me through like for you, how would you encourage someone to enter into the secret place to really have a relationship with God that way? Well, first of all, you not you know Jesus said it, and He gave us the pattern. Jesus said, uh, "When you pray, you said, Abba, Father." Starts with a close relationship. Start knowing with knowing the Father, and knowing as you are. In other words, start with 
your father and you a son and daughter of God. That's the place where we start. You know, knowing God, knowing the Father is not a method, is not a formula, is a relationship based in communication because I define prayer as two way two ways communication with God. In other words, God speaks, you hear, God speaks, and I think this is powerful. Even remember John when Jesus said, Watch and pray? Absolutely. Well, the word watch means to be alert, to perceive, to sense, to see in see, the spirit so realm. Uh, you know what? You know what, Sean? In other words, watch. In other words, as you praying, you are seeing, you are perceiving. In other words, he said, watch and pray. In other words, you don't pray and watch. You first see, you first perceive. Then you pray what you perceive. <laughs> I'm so with you. And I think like even one of the things that I think our friendship has uh, been developing over is just seeing each other's world and getting faith from each other for more. And when I walked into your world, though, I mean, just everything you're building is so beautiful because I could feel not just God's thumbprint, but God's design. It wasn't just like you plus God, you know, you had faith for some things and they happened. It was you and your intimate relationship with God birthed a level of ministry that's rare in our generation. And it's so beautiful. And I think that's the encouraging thing is you're telling people who are listening and you're telling people in your world and just the whole, you know, the whole world you're telling them, hey, this isn't supposed to be a rare experience for me. You're all supposed to hear from God too. And it's this is the key, is this place of developed prayer. And most people don't look at prayers two-way. We have those people who pray, Father God, I pray, Father God, you would do this, Father God. And it's just this, this wrong formula of just a lot of rehearsed words versus that intimacy and that connection where the God who's with us is really with us. And so I really, I so appreciate that about you and what you bring. And I I just think it's awesome. Can you tell us another story about a prayer breakthrough you guys prayed and something huge happened? Okay, you know the uh, the something that you were saying, Sean, is that this generation does not uh, uh, appreciate uh, prayer yeah. because of the spirit of this age doesn't appreciate anything that takes time and relationship. That's so true. In other words, you know, so, so in other words, they want a quick fix and they want a shortcut to power. Yeah. There's no such a thing that, that you said, well, let me minister miracles and with a quick prayer with, with before God. You know, the when you are praying, you develop inside of you what I call spiritual activity. Mm-hmm. In other words, Empty hearts, empty spirit, empty words. Because wow. before you come up to minister to the people, your spirit must be engaged in a spiritual activity with God. Yes. I remember when you came here last time to my school, the school of the supernatural. You came, you start releasing words of knowledge. But God gave them to you in your prayer time. Yeah. God gave them to you when you having that relationship. Even when you're in the plane, you told me I was on the plane and I received this. Why? Because you continually in the spirit having that relationship with God. In other words, it's not something that you said, well, I'm going to be in the spirit only when I pray in my home. Because prayer, it keeps you in that engaged in that spiritual activity and you start releasing words of knowledge. Uh, you start releasing words of knowledge. You release a word of knowledge upon a person here, and you said there's a couple, and you're going to go in this direction in business, 
and that time they just they had just finished college and they said i mean it's very hard we don't understand but they took the word they believed it they put it into practice they came to me uh two weeks ago and they said apostle our business made last year a quarter of a million dollars. That's awesome. Because the word of knowledge that you gave. Let me give you another example how uh, we connect the prophetic with prayer. Uh, for example, I was praying one day and I went to a business meeting. And I said to, and the Lord said to me, I'm going to, uh, he said, I, I, want, I want you to prophesy over a businessman that I will show you when you get to the building. Sometimes the Lord shows me the names. Sometimes it doesn't show me anything. I just, he said, there's a businessman. So I said, there's a businessman, you in the restaurant business. You have, uh, you have, you're going to have restaurants. And then there's a person that got up. And then he said, I don't have any restaurant, but I have the vision in my heart to to have a business, to have restaurants. Wow. And I prophesied to him, that was 1996. And I said, you're going to have, you're going to own, and I release it. It came from prayer, and I released what I saw. Remember what I said? Watch and pray. I saw this businessman. I heard God saying, there's a businessman. So I call him out. When I came to the meeting, I went to the meeting. I call him out. He came up to the altar, and I released. And I said, this is what I see. I see that you're going to have 100 restaurants. Oh 100. And, and I laughed to myself because, like, you, I said, wait a minute. I said, what am I prophesying? Have it happened to you that you prophesy crazy stuff? Absolutely. You know it. <laughs> and, and your reason, and your reason go, goes crazy. You know? <laughs> say, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know, so I said, uh, I said, there's this man. I said, you're going to have 100 restaurants. So I prophesied to him. Now, two weeks ago, he came to testify. Now, 2018, he already has... 74 restaurants. Oh my gosh. 5,000 employees. <laughs> <laughs> what I love is most people I know who own a restaurant are like, I would never want to own more than one because it's so hard. <laughs> and he has 75. <laughs> That's a supernatural work on multiple levels. Man. But I love this. But I, did you see the, the absolutely. prophetic, the prophetic the with, the, with the prayer? Absolutely. And I think this is what I think a lot of people who are just practicing the gifts versus having intimacy with God, your heart's not as connected. You're, you're, not, you're not speaking out of that place of authority, out of relationship like Jesus did. You're just speaking out of a gift or you're just speaking out of what you perceive as a gift. And I love the secret place because when you do the work behind the scenes, so many times if I show up to a meeting and I haven't had a prayer life that week or that month, that's very strong, which doesn't, I mean, I've had a prayer life my whole life, but there's moments that I've, I've sacrificed it for ministry maybe 10 years ago. And I would show up to a meeting and I, I couldn't do anything. I was useless spiritually because the gifts don't work outside of real relationship really. And so I love just the emphasis on that deeper interconnection, because if I go for it and it really treasure the people I'm going to go minister to before I get there, and this could be the same for a business person or a politician. If you treasure the people you're, you're, you're in this for you're calling, then, then God gives you so much more. You have a breadth of experience. It's so much more beautiful and connected because it's the way it's, you're designed to work. So I so appreciate your book. We only have a couple minutes left. Close us out. Tell us something that you want to tell us about both this book, the season you're in, prayer. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. I really appreciate it. Thank you for your friendship. And I want to affirm, you know, every ministry, uh, even Jesus needed to be affirmed by the Father. 
when he said he is my beloved son Jesus mm -hmm. so I want to affirm you as a, a great end time prophet of God and I've seen the way your ministry has you know has uh, come and built with me here and we built together so I greatly appreciate your uh, time I so appreciate and I just want to mention oh yeah and and remember I told you the first time uh, I was a little with the prophetic because I have so many uh, things happen to me negative things yeah. And you came here, you're restoring that trust in the prophetic in America and in the world. So I thank you very much. And I just, I just want to take the time to say this breakthrough prayer where God always hears and answers. Remember when Jesus said, I know you always answer me. Yes. He, he, he said, I know you always hear me. We must get to that place where you and I can say, God, I know you always hear me. And that there's a, such a place? Yes, there is. Yes. So my book is available. You can pre-order it now. It's available now in Amazon and Barnes and & Nobles. And, um, you know, it will be released in October 2nd. And everybody, what we've been talking, this is something practicable, uh, powerful, and simple. So your life will be changed forever. And thank you very much, Sean. Oh, thank you for being part of my life. And I want to tell all of our listeners, I asked Apostle Guillermo to share about the book today. He has so many free resources, and he loves to share about those. He has a TV show. They have podcasts. They have so much to get involved with at their ministry website. So I'm going to encourage you to get involved there as well. But I wanted you to have this book in your hands, Breakthrough Prayer, because I know it's going to change. And it's cool. It's coming out right before Christmas. It's a great Christmas present. It's a great thing to give away because we need a move of prayer. We need a revival of prayer amongst believers. So thank you so much for being on the show with me today. You're amazing. Thank you, my beloved friend. Thank you, thank you, Sean. I love you very much. And you know, this is your family and and this is your house. Anytime you want to come and you you part of this. Well, I'm coming in October, so right after the book's released, I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> I love you very much. Thank love you, Sean. Thanks. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to Exploring the Prophetic Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Bowles, and I want to encourage you to continue the conversation with us online at www.bowlesministries.com. We have exciting resources, e-courses, books, even children's materials to help you grow in the prophetic and go on a continuing journey of hearing God's voice. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't forget to subscribe and rate and tell all your friends. Join me next time where we explore the prophetic together.